0: You a front end farker. Clinton, the
1: telephones are ring. Overload mode in the twenty-first century. Driving home with my hand on the cell phone. Pulling over train up and down it till my fingers blow Light
2: and Fly. This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five.
0: Oh, there we go. Sorry. Jeepers, creepers. God, as if I wasn't here for like two months. Hmm. I <inaudible> figured it out. Uh, anyway, it's a Monday. It's gloomy outside. It was beautiful uh, yesterday. You know that. I don't want to you know, bug you with the weather report. Uh, but we're ready for a fresh week of Live at Five shows. Do I'm looking right out this little sliver of window of opportunity that I have in front of me. And I can see that the leaves are... Are growing right before our eyes. It's amazing. That happens in like two days. Amazing. We go from nothing to something. Which is cool. And, that's, and my wife just texted me. That's very nice of you, babies. All right. So anyway, uh, we're here. You're there. Um, uh, I did listen to, to a part of the uh, hotline show today. Nothing that stood out that I should mention. Nobody had any arguments. Jeff being Jeff. Good stuff. Interrupting every now and then. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, uh, <laughs> and uh, a good time had by all. So today, well, uh, again, not necessarily a local story. And if there's anything local that I'm missing, please just, you know, interrupt me, please do it. You know the number. So I was listening to, I think it was Hannity, and they had uh, the uh, Jim Jordan hearings down there about, you know, a, a district attorney brag. Again, not a local story, but it, it just, it, it, it's, it pains me to hear uh, Mr. Uh, Nadler, the, the representative, of course, from Manhattan, the Democrat, he has to correct a victim who's up on the stand, you know, talking about how Alvin Bragg is destroying her neighborhood, her veteran son who went to Iraq and Afghanistan, comes back, gets killed in Harlem, I believe in 2018, Alvin Bragg you know, reduces sentences on two of the four that viciously killed, beat up and killed her her, her, her son. And then uh, Mr. Nadler has to get in, involved at the end. He says, oh, uh, Mr. Speaker, uh, uh, Mr. Chairman, I, I just have to uh, at least uh, make, make a point that the, the two people involved with the death of her son were put to jail for life. Uh, I think she, she, uh, the, the, the witness, of what, however which way he referred to the woman from Harlan, an African-American woman, there for a reason. And by the way, she didn't just mention her son's death. She mentioned at least three others. In her neighborhood, but but no, brag. Uh, check that uh, Nadler had to get in there and said nope. And then I heard also earlier in the day that uh, our other favorite representative, this time on the other side of the uh, of the country, um, uh, Mr. Schiff, he uh, uh, had to interrupt the hearings and say that all of the crime in America, for the most part, is uh, is is is, is, is tr- we have no one but tr- uh, Donald Trump to blame, as if we didn't have violent crime in in uh, urban cities before. Donald Trump became president of the United States. It's, it's, I, again, I I didn't want, I said from the outset when I came back on the air over two years ago now that I wouldn't talk about the double standard. But I just had to mention those two stories today. Two of the most hated guys as far as the Republicans are concerned, uh, or should I say as Republicans, h- how we regard these bastards. That's uh, Ken Schiff. Am I saying his name right? Is that Adam Schiff, excuse me. And Jerry Nadler. I mean, the two of them all, I hate to say this because this is violent, but they're just, they got those punchable faces. And I mean that in a figurative way, but boy, what they said today just, just makes things worse. So as I'm driving around this morning, I, I, you know, I, you know, when you listen to Republican radio, it's amazing. You'll, you'll hear about the reports of, you know, 30 people got shot in Chicago. Eight of them died. Um, Chris Plant made a comment. Says, said, gee, that's one more than what happened on the Valentine's Day massacre in Chicago back in the day. And he's right. So eight people died, 30 people got shot. but what's the number one story? What's the number one story today on CBS News right here in AM 1240? Um, some idiot for whichever reason decides to shoot a 16 year old that went up to the wrong address, looking for his friends at a party or his brother whatever, relatives at another location. Not the first time. Uh, this has happened before. there was a high profile case I believe, out of Louisiana where a uh, foreign student was shot in someone's garage because there was a communication issue and uh, the guy felt threatened. And he was acquitted, by the way. And this was about 20 years ago or so. But today's story, again, regardless of how many people got shot in Chicago, St. Louis, New Orleans, whatever crappy city, we got a lot of them, it doesn't matter. And the tone on the reporter's mouth, uh, or, or voice rather, it's like, oh, here's another example. Now, they don't say the guy in Kansas City was white, but the fact that the story was actually reported of, uh, of a 16-year-old youth is shot there at someone's... Which is a terrible story. And by the way, the kid's alive. He's in the hospital. But nonetheless, that should not have happened. But it just goes to show where our priorities are as far as, you know, anywhere. You know, Jeff and I, I did actually step in on the Jeff Graham show today, and... um you know, the big story of obviously, and Jeff being the journalist that he is, and he truly is, you know, he, he puts his, you know, obviously he's a conservative and he's, he's liberal on some issues like myself, but we know who Jeff is, you know who I am. But Jeff, as the journalist, if he were, say, hypothetically, the news director of Channel 7 or any entity, his, the first thing he would do after the Dylan Mulvaney escapade was to, hey, let's find out if there's a direct of result or effect on Bud Light sales locally, Let's go. He's a bar owner. Um, you know, he, he might not be in touch with the day-to-day operation. He's just getting reacclimated with everything. But nonetheless, as a journalist, he brings up a very good point. Now, again, I could be wrong. Maybe Channel 7, for that matter, you know, Craig Fox went, you know, did a survey over the phone or bounced around just like a liquor salesman and went from one location to another. You could do it in a couple of hours. Trust me, I've done it. But I would just simply ask, you know, like, hey, how was, how was the sale of Bud Light? How's that been in the last two weeks? I talked to one guy, and I I, I I can mention his name. He's a good man. His name is Jay Brown. He owns uh, Full Circle right there on the north side. And uh, he says, you know, I can't get rid of the stuff. And I guarantee you, you could probably hear that elsewhere. Now, two weeks from now, we probably won't hear anything. Two weeks from now, we could all be speaking Chinese for all we know. But right now, that would be the story. That would be it. An iconic beverage that you know people essentially have grown up with, or their dads or granddads. Huge story in the news. Let's see it, its cause and effect right here in our little old town called Watertown. Nope, no, it won't happen. Won't happen. Are there hearings? Is someone going to jail for January 6th? Oh, we got to be on that. That's more important. But that's an opportunity lost. And it, it extends well beyond that. Steve Colbert, Saturday Night Live. There's so many opportunities for them to make fun of—Hunter uh, Hunter Biden could have his own monologue every night on any given show. Jay Leno would make at least one or two Hunter Biden shows jokes rather every night, and people would laugh at it. Back in the day, now they're not supposed to. And, first of all, you're never going to get another Jay Leno, and you're certainly not going to get a young whippersnapper that was born after 1985 that ultimately will replace the Steve Colbert's of the world to actually go in that direction either. It's a shame. It really is. And it just goes to show where we're leaning. That's for sure. Give me a shout. 755-1240 is the number. 315-755-1240. The Yankees won two out of four. That's not bad. And officially, they're the only team in baseball that has yet to lose a series. Uh, But they're 10-6. and So, okay, I could deal with that. They're still not hitting with men on base. Everyone's swinging for the seats. And if it weren't for uh, Garrett Cole, rather, to be actually, you know, much better than he normally was. Ever since the scandal of him and Sticky Fingers, uh, they wouldn't be—they would be playing 500 ball right now. So, money doesn't buy you everything. Look at the Mets; they spent what a billion dollars this year on their payroll, and they're still struggling—not even close to first place. Uh, other things going on in the news locally. Let's see—I got my phone attached to the charger. Uh, my wife and I met some friends at our place uh, uh, up in Point Peninsula yesterday. I am the only man that left his dock in the water. It's still there. I got to call up Steve Smith. No, not that Steve Smith. Another Steve Smith. There's like three of them. Uh, one of which is a uh, is a contractor friend of mine who built my uh, my deck last August or July. And uh, I got to call him because I never took my dock out or the bridge that connects the dock and the deck. It's hard to explain, but needless to say, the bridge is gone. A bridge to nowhere. I got to call Steve up. He's gonna laugh in my face. I guarantee it. Hi, you're in the air Dallas yeah gone. what's happening?
2: Uh, did you hear what the uh, mayor of the, the new mayor of of uh, Chicago said today
0: Johnson after
2: yeah. all the protests, the burnings the um, people <laughs> killed, people mm-hmm. hurt everything you did you hear what he said today? What did he say today He said. It wasn't their fault. Hmm. It was ours.
0: Oh, that was the guy. I heard that in the background. I think Hannity was talking. Okay, so that was the new incoming mayor. Is he mayor yet? The I mean- incoming mayor. Yeah, right. Why, why doesn't played- Chicago pay, play by the rules? Why can't they have their general election like everybody else? Okay, so the incoming mayor of Chicago is essentially saying that the crime that happens in the city is not the fault of those who commit it. Is that what he said? That's
2: right. Wow. Which was the... Mostly uh, all black.
0: Right, of course. Yeah.
2: And he said it wasn't their fault. It's <sighs> society's fault. Right. It's our fault. They did that because they haven't had a chance.
0: Right, right,
2: right. He's wor- he's going to be worse than the other one.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, no, I I appreciate. I'm looking him up right now. Thank you, my friend. There, I'm 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 Googling this to see exactly what he said. Uh, all right so i am not prepared but nonetheless i yeah again i heard that earlier today and last week i was watching one of the pundit shows and they had this uh, smart guy from chicago i don't know if he was a reporter or something he looked like the executive type you know he flew for uh, united airlines or something and went into politics whoever he was good looking dude 60 something years old and he just he just laid it out what what the problem is in chicago is but at the very tail end Tucker, as as you know, cordial as he is, he doesn't cut people off like Laura and Sean do all the time, which drives me nuts. Uh, he allowed him to speak. He says, "Well, the only, here it is. We have, we have a new guy coming in, and Lori Lightfoot essentially to set the standard of how bad a mayor could be, and now we're going to replace Lori Lightfoot with someone as bad, if not worse, because this guy on record has said he's anti-police. He wants to defund the police. He's made comments about white people. You just heard our caller talk about." Uh, the reasons to why crime happens in urban communities, which is a bunch of stuff. So the guy f- said one thing. He said, the majority of people that voted for Lightfoot and the new mayor come from the very same areas uh, that is uh, highly affected by violent crime. And then he added one more sentence onto that. And this is the first time you'll hear this, more than likely the last time you'll hear this. He said, and rich, uh, uh, upscale white women. So, and I'll say that again the preponderance of the majority of votes that came in for the new mayor after the last one essentially set the standard for high uh, crime and murder rates you know all the stats that we see every monday morning 30 shootings 8 dead 40 shootings 12 dead that was the monday you know that was the monday of mo- uh, 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 quarterback uh, in you know uh, readings if you will whatever whichever you want to talk that's and so now they figured well That's got to change. Now we have an opportunity to replace someone that's going to change that. No, they keep it, and who's doing it? The people that are uh, mostly affected by it—the same people who hear gunshots on a day-in, day-out basis, who like lose their own mother, like lose their own themselves, mind you, or someone they know or love, or a coworker or something—just make life even more and more, you know, arduous than it already is. And on top of that, rich white women. I think he threw in the word older. And that's so typical of where we are right now. These people living in high rises somewhere overlooking Lake Michigan somehow or other think that this new mayor would be just as good as the last mayor. Where have our priorities gone, Joe DiMaggio? That's the question. It begs to be answered. I don't think it ever will be. I just, again, I'm just, I'm somewhat resolved with the fact that it was just, this is where the country wants to go right now. the majority of us, not me, not Jeff Graham, and not 99.9% of the people listening right now, minus a couple of people. Uh, This is not where we wanted things to go, but this is where they are. And it's just seemingly getting worse. How in the world can someone like as bad as Lightfoot be replaced by someone worse than her? What does that tell you? What does that tell you about an entire culture of people, by the way? What does that say? Do they just they, they just is it more convenient to have a mayor that's just gonna be light on crime? Does that mean you, you know your brother-in law is not gonna go to jail for robbing a you know a the local grocery store so you don't get stuck with his kids like it did last year? Is that what it comes down to? I, you got you just start asking questions like that, whether or not it's true or not. So does that mean does that mean like if you get a parking ticket, you don't have to pay for it? even if you're not high on the list of criminals in Chicago, I'm thinking maybe, is, how does this benefit you? So I, I put these questions in my head. It, it, you're constantly worried whether or not someone's going to hit you over the head, someone's going to shoot at someone else because they were disrespected, and then you're going to get the ricochet effect, or some kid, or your son, or your nephew. or something. No, they just, it's just, you can't, they can't see putting in someone that's going to hire more cops and spend more time incarcerating their own kind because they've been taught by the same rich white chicks that live uh, 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 high above uh, you know, Michigan, Lake Michigan that this is the, the, the cops are bad. So <clears throat> while the mayor, the new mayor of Chicago, is saying that it's our fault or Donald Trump's fault, according to Adam Schiff, it's clearly, in many ways, it's, it's really not their fault. They've just been emboldened by their own party, but no one can ever admit to that. So what do they say? No, it's their fault. It's Whitey's fault. Guys with red hats, that's who they are. Well, anyway, great way to start off a Monday show. But uh, so many headlines uh, today based on the Jim Jordan hearings on, on, uh, in, in, in Washington, not to mention the horrific stories we're hearing out of Chicago and uh, the latest uh, uh, you know, uh, race-baiting story coming out of Kansas City. So let's do this. Uh, let's do a break. You're listening to the Live at Five Show, and we'll be back right after these messages. Don't go away.
2: that not-
1: is waiting and drive America.
0: So I'm looking locally, and you know, get them on News Junkie right now. And thanks to News Junkie for putting my mug up there along with uh, Councilman Cliff only. Famous photo, um, but really not much. I mean, there was a fire in DePaulville over the weekend. I've driven, you know, to is one of those towns. If you blink, you don't see it. But that, I do know that apart that uh, hotel, that's a shame. A lot of memories lost there. I don't know what caused that fire. So there's video a bit on News Junkie, not to mention a stunning photograph of the fire itself, too. Uh, and then, uh, so, yeah, Claudia Tenney's in the news again, talking about the switch to electric vehicles. Yeah, and I know I talked uh, I rather I, I listened to that part of today's hotline show. Jeff elaborated on why he bought a new car and why he needed it. And You know, someone said, oh, la-dee-da, you got two cars, oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, but it's all good stuff, needless to say. So seven five five twelve forty is the number. Just call me up. Talk about anything in within the realms of good taste. Whatever's on your mind. Uh, I did hear. I did speak with one of the city councilman uh, candidates today, and I believe again. Uh, what do we know about Jason Trainer? I, I apparently he's going to have a an official decision. He said, "Well, Trainer might be out." I, said, I don't think that's the case. I thought Channel Seven. Not not to you know harp on their you know uh, news results said that he's still in the running and that, you know, he was falsely identified as someone fabricating or doing something wrong. So, I, But apparently they're going to make a decision. That is the Board of uh, Elections. They're going to make a decision not today or tomorrow or Wednesday, one or the other. So if you know more about that than I do, please please call in. So if that's the case, then we're down to like nine or eight official candidates. Like Spider's out, uh, Watson's out, and one other person is out. So there was left, 12 or not I can't remember. So that's why I need your help. And of course, as we all know, uh, this is a big year for the mayoral race, but no one's talking about that uh, simply because it's, it's, it's two candidates and we know who they are, so there will be no primary. So that wa- we won't see the results of that until November. So we'll have no indication during that primary as well. As well. The big question is, is uh, Pat Hickey's seat? Will he retain it? Will he keep it rather? Oh the same thing, excuse me. Uh that's uh but that's yet to be seen. Um so that that should be a strong indicator as far you know, again, when you look at the hickey race, because he's defending, you know, he was there for two years, he took over for Jesse Roche went off to much better passes, by the way. And so now he's you know, he's 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 you know, he is the one of three he's the gang of three that may or may not see good or bad results from his actions with regards to the golf course. And then people would look at that and say, well, if Hickey loses by either any margin, this margin or medium margin or large margin, that can't be a good reflection or, or prospects, I should say, on, on what uh, uh, Councilwoman La Jolla uh, Ruggiero uh, and her chances are in November. So that's the only way I could see it. If you've seen any different, give me a shout. You know the number like this person did. Hi, you're in the air. Danny yeah, a couple of
3: topics you mentioned about yeah. the, uh, the shooting of the 16-year-old boy in uh, Kansas City. Yes, yes. You you kind of uh, you left out a few points here that I think is important to the story. Yeah. He went to the wrong address to pick up two of his younger siblings that his mother had told him to go pick up from a. Yeah, from I
0: did. Ma- I, I I did say that he went to a party down the block. So I didn't. I I didn't well, get he into went actual details. a house
3: details. where his two younger siblings had been to a birthday party pick him up, and he went to the wrong street. He right. had the numbers right and what have you, but instead of going to West North Street, he went to Northwest Street. Okay. You know?
0: Yeah, a common mistake. I can make that and, mistake, and especially at shot, 16.
3: Soon, he rang the doorbell and was shot instantly standing on the front porch. Right. Now, the shooter has not been identified yet. Right. So we don't we don't know anything about it except uh, <clears throat> Missouri has what they call stand your ground law. Mm-hmm. You're, you're allowed to protect yourself if you feel threatened. You're right, right. I don't know how he, got, how he felt threatened. But here's the point. Yeah. The we, we don't know what happened, though. The Kansas City police chief uh, is a 25-year-old veteran named Stacy Graves. Mm-hmm. She said in a police, uh, in a conference, uh, our police, uh, yeah, police conference, right. a news conference, that uh, the suspect, the resident uh, who did the shooting, was held for 24 hours, which is the maximum they can be held mm-hmm. without formal charges by a prosecutor. Okay. So see that that spreads across the country. People blame uh, Mayor Adams, they blame uh, D.A. Bragg, and all these other people. But you know that they're, they're not the ones that write the laws that say. Yeah, law. I, I know
0: what you. I know what you're saying, Danny. But really, at the end of the day, what, what what really matters here is that you and I know that that shooter was a white man. You know that. Danny.
3: I don't care what color he was. Yeah. The point is, you can only hold a suspect or or, or somebody taken into custody for 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 a so-called uh, crime. Right. And hold him for 24. I I I. That's, I, I, so that's I, based upon the law, not okay. not the, the mayor's politics or the governor's right. politics, whether Republican, Democrat, or Independent, right. it's based upon the law that right. all the prosecutors have to follow before they can...
0: Exactly. And and our own and our own prosecutor, uh, uh, Chrissy Mills, said the same thing, that she has her hands tied, especially under the that's new exactly rules that right. came under Cuomo, that it, came, it, it, came it, it, under it, uh, blaming people, it and, But Danny, right that's not the point. I mean, crazy laws that that, uh, that get a guy out of jail after such a uh, an incident like that in 24 hours is, I'll agree with you, is crazy. But no, that, that that's not the that's reason the why I'm it was the top story today, Danny. That's not that's the reason.
3: The, oh, that's the point I was trying to make. All right, well, that's and fine, but it's, the it's way, a moot all point. A no one, one cares. Of the police. You know, Democrats get a lot of heat for saying we got to defund the police and yeah. uh, uh, what have you. What you I say it a lot, area. yeah. Do you know just recently someone said Republicans in Congress should defund the DOJ and the FBI until they come to their senses? Yeah. Quit weaponizing the law enforcement agents.
0: Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea, Not a bad idea, Danny, because, Danny, you, somehow that you take your side of the story where you know change rules I, and looking, you let uh, people right. out of jail, and somehow that you reverse it just like, just like Schiff and Nadler did, and you call it, uh, like, you, you blame it on us, or the Republican or the I'm Conservative Party.
3: I, I'm, I'm reading a headline from a story from the, uh, the magazine called The Hill, which is the Congress. Republicans in Congress should defund the DOJ. And the FBI until they come to their senses.
0: Right, right. And, and why why do you have a problem with that? With all the findings that we discovered just in the last eighteen months so, about Hunter Biden and and, and, and the craziness, people getting accused. Miss- I think
3: you're missing my point.
0: Though, I'm you. not missing your point because I know where you're going with this. You're saying that you know, you know where the, I'm going. I, I, I go do, on. I do. Danny, listen. You're saying that the, the 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 Republicans are always saying, "Oh, look at look at the Democrats. They want to I defund the that. police." Well, okay, all right, so then, then then, you're saying, well, how can you say that when the Republicans want to essentially defund the DOJ and the FBI? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Right. You you but there's a reason them. for that, because they're crazy. You the the beltway is absolutely nuts after January 6th, and people just like Jim Jordan are saying, this is enough. We've got to start attacking these people. And the first one up at the plate was Alvin Bragg today. Not in the FBI. I get it. But he's part of the problem that George Soros and so many other people from the left have funded in the last 10, 20 years, and that's why we're in the problems uh, we're, we're having right now, Danny. Nobody
3: funds the right.
0: Uh, no one funds the. If they if they do, they're certainly not funding it enough to keep our sa- our, our country safe, Danny. That's for sure.
3: Oh, I, I see. So only George Soros, so who's the whipping boy? Yeah, I'm you're
0: gonna sure. say the Koch brothers and whatever, but George Soros has wagged the nation's tail again, in, again and again and again, and now we're paying the price for it.
3: You know, he said he's never even met Alvin Bragg.
0: Doesn't he? Doesn't have to meet anybody to have adverse effects on our country, Danny. Not he doesn't to have to meet that. anybody.
3: He, he's, and I, I take him at his word. He says I, I do, too. Doesn't have to.
0: Doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. You know how many what people get money over over, the, over a wire without seeing or having any any business connections or personal connections? The
3: point I was trying to make, Glenn, I, I think the blame, there's a plenty of blame to go around, but I think it's too one-sided. And I know it's because of the show, and that's the conservative. No,
0: but, no. The, I what's I one-sided is, is our country is so one sided, Danny, and that the only well, outlet we have, idea. believe it or not, it's, is Fox not News. One-sided. And once Rupert Murdoch dies, who knows what's left of that?
3: Our, our, our country's not one-sided, it's two-sided right
0: now. Doesn't it's look crazy. that way these Almost days, Danny. 50, 50 it doesn't look that way. When I hear Jerry Nadler, uh, uh, you know, interrupt or or, or speak after uh, after a woman who lost her or her son, to four thugs in, in her own neighborhood to remind her that wasn't it not true that you forgot to mention that two of the people that killed your son are now doing life sentences? Would you want to hear that after knowing that four people killed someone that you love, Danny?
3: I think he was making the point that justice was carried out for the Oh, two, boy. All right. Okay. The ones that were prosecuted. And by the way, I she, she, was she... I don't know what he was pointing. My well, well, uh, for, I, I'm not going to speak for him. That's well, you
0: are. Essentially, said. you're agreeing I, with him. You are speaking for him. That's... Come on. No, it, I'm
3: not speaking for him. I'm saying what he said to the woman was right to say that two of them are serving life sentences. That shows that justice does work. So maybe the other two... I we don't know why the prosecutor didn't force it. Maybe do we, you
0: know there was a, there was a young kid... In town, that got shot by some, some thug that came into his apartment and it was over an argument, or whatever. And this happened, what, five, six years ago in the town, of whatever, north of Watertown. And about three, four people were involved. All of them got serious sentences for that, for that murder because all of them were colluding together. Just like those four bastards killed her son, and yet two of them went to jail, and the other two essentially got slapped on the wrist and are let out well, because you know can't incarcerate a whole community. Because where's know. that community so, going to go when well, all the I don't, brothers I don't are gone? Know the
3: circumstances of the two that were quote released or not prosecuted, but that's
0: part. By the of way, that that crime was was captured on video. By the way, too, Danny, it was on I video.
3: I don't. I don't. I don't know the circumstances.
0: Yeah, it was. I'm
3: just saying that's the point where I think we both agree on that the the judicial system is whacked out.
0: Yeah, but what? No, let's get back to what you. Were saying earlier, if you don't mind, uh, anyone who, who, who wants to say, I guess in your words, defund the DOJ or the FBI, they're on to something because they have enough sufficient data to say like, wait a minute, what's, go- what's, gone, uh, what's gone wrong with the Beltway? Why is everything, including the FBI for that matter, and who knows what the CIA is all about, and the Department of Justice is obviously has leaned so far left, Danny, that people should raise the question to why we're funding them.
3: Well, let me let me ask this question. Then, based upon what you just said, what what where do you think the country would be right now if we had no DOJ or FBI?
0: I, w- no, I'm, I see. I, I we would have anarchy. But as you know, what we might as well have anarchy when it's one sided, Danny. And that's what's happening. Well, I don't think you, you guys know, rule everything the, there, the, the there is to rule. Right
2: now is
3: weaponizing those. Laws Congratulations. against the quote conservatives. And That's what Jim Jordan says. So that's why he went to New York City. You don't think he's weaponizing Congress to go down and talk to a state? D A, uh, who's on right, uh, was on right legal grounds to pursue the way that he did.
0: What against right against Donald against Donald Trump? Trump? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by ra- right by raising two to misdemeanors started to started felony, char- thirty four counts of felony charges. Yeah, that seems a little strange, Danny. That's very I mean, strange. I don't think it's strange. I think and, and again, remember remember what Jim Jordan and scores of other people are saying okay, here.
3: It, it, let, here's here's my bottom line. No matter what I say, no matter position I come from, true, false, indifferent, whatever, left, right, center. Out in outer space or whatever, you're never going to agree with me. So I'll just leave it at that. Well,
0: you're never going to agree with me, and I'm trying to make sense of things, but you you just well, don't want to hear not, it.
3: you're 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 debating me with things that's. Uh I, I was trying to give some facts here on a story that yeah, reaction-
0: the, the, I know, But they are facts, but it, it, when you can use facts and make assessments based on that, look, you, you challenge, like, what you're saying essentially, if anyone says that, uh, Democrats, for instance, who say we should defund the police, is no different than someone who claims we should do the same thing with DOJ, he had a reason for saying that. There is no reason to defund the police in Chicago, because Chicago's a mess, and if you defund the police in a city like that, it's only going to get worse. But if the DOJ and FBI continue to be on one side of the political coin, then we do have Anika here, and well, we shouldn't I, be funding them, think, Danny.
3: I don't think they're on one side of the coin. I think.
0: Well, to... that's, that's where you and I will definitely want to agree, because you don't see that well, well, and you, because okay. you're blind to it.
3: Enjoy the rest of the day.
0: All right, thanks. All right, I mean, just, again, you just don't walk away from a liberal argument. You just make sense of it more and more and more, and that's what pisses them off. That's what pisses them off. Makes for good radio, that's for sure. But I'm, 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 again, I'm no genius, but I'm not wrong. This is just common sense crap. Unbelievable what's going on in the world. I just can't make heads of t- I never thought we would get to this place. Never, 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 never. Here we are. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. I like how you uh,
1: stand after Danny Francis, but uh, I do wonder why you even bother sometimes.
0: No, it makes for good chatter. First of all, it's a light day. Danny has a point, and I think what Danny reflects on is exactly what the left thinks and how they think. I can't turn that opportunity down. I just can't do it. Can't do it.
1: <laughs> uh, I'll just go to this one point, and Danny probably will deny it, but I do remember this. This was months ago, and I can't remember if you were on the show or if Jeff was on the show before he got sick. Yeah. But the gun nut and Danny Francis were were sparring on uh, on the noon show. Right. And the, the gun nut up, called up one time mm-hmm. and said, I've got nothing personal, personal against Danny Francis. He's welcome to come to my house anytime. I'll let him in the door. Well, Danny Francis, that's how close minded he is, calls up and says he would never step foot in this house.
0: Right, right. Well, and no, that, that, that yeah. to
1: me is the. I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah, I do.
0: I, and you know what? Well, I, I, I can remember something because that makes a lot of sense. But it, it comes down to if you ever watch these guys like uh, Noel, Michael Knowles, uh, Charlie, I'm forgetting, uh, Kirk, is, I can't remember his name. Uh, they go on campuses, the gun girl, Caitlin, she's, she had a baby, she's not as active. So what they do is they, they actually try to have discourse on, on, a, on a, any college. It doesn't have to be Berkeley, it could be anywhere in the world and and so to me what they're proving is that we want it we could talk this out they don't want to talk it out they just want to shout in your face with a bull, with a, with a mega horn just saying f you f you f you you're that's fascist it. and they yeah they have no idea did you see that interview with Elon Musk and the BBC reporter last week did No, you see- I'm in the hospital right now oh, and geez. I don't have many stations but no I didn't oh, that's see. awful what I are you not ho- what wait what what are you in the hospital for
1: oh my legs I have a trouble walking and I've got numbness in my legs and they're trying to fix that
0: but- so- so you're listening to the that. show from the hospital right now? Yeah, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm in the hospital room right Jeez, now. I, I wish you best. Um, I wish you well, my friend. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, thank you. I, yeah. I appreciate it.
1: Um, I really enjoy listening to your shows, and um, you do a heck of a job, I really tell you
0: that. Oh, I appreciate it, my friend. And get Listen, get those legs better. Don't be like Jeff Brink. Oh, okay, no, I'm kidding.
1: You have a great night. <laughs> sorry.
0: Yes, you too. Sorry, Jeff. Under the bus. Those radio guys aren't too kind to one another. Trust me. Radio people the most vindictive people in the world, and they never hire their replacements. Never. Never. And I'm not saying this about Jeff. I'm just talking about radio in general. They think they're so special, even though half of them are the ugliest people on the planet. But anyway, uh, the interview with Elon Musk and, um, and this BBC reporter was so indicative of what we're talking about. Because, you know, again, Glenn, every, people ask me, hey, what are you going to talk about today? He says, well, I really don't know until I get to the, to the microphone. I said, well, don't you have any prep? I said, well, I should, because I don't want to admit that I don't do prep, which is painfully obvious. There's nothing in front of me other than just my iPad recording this and and the screens in front of me. But I tell people, I said, I, I, I actually am preparing for this because one, I I I'm I'm up on stuff that's going on hopefully locally, and certainly the the, the whole vibe of what's happening nationally. So by listening to AM twelve forty, by listening to CBS News, and yes, by tuning into Gail King in the morning and watching that and getting a well-rounded approach to what's what the left is saying and what the right is saying, and then Glenn Curry can make all those assessments based on current events. And then, of course, the local mix of council people and, and golf courses and uh, and uh, who's going to own the, the next dispensary and why is it every time I walk along Public Square all I could smell is marijuana these days. That, to me, is preparation, not to mention the downtown news segments that I'm doing right now. Even if I wasn't, I would still know about reverse parking so I just I got to be in tow with what's going on, not just the, on the political side of things, but culturally watching the Oscars, watching the Grammys, relating it to politics because it keeps going coming back to that late night TV used to be for a bunch of laughs. Now it's now it's Dateline with an audience or Nightline, not Datelines, excuse me. And so, you know, I, 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 I pan all of that and I make my own assessments. And that's why you need a guy like Danny to be on the other side. Because remember, if it's the same one-sided show, no one's going to listen to this. No one's going to listen to this show unless someone like Danny chimes in or a crazy call from Samantha or SG thinks that Joe Biden is the greatest president since FDR. That is radio gold. So the guy that interviewed Elon Musk was a typical example of someone who's probably making six figures just getting out of bed every day and was ill-prepared to interview one of the most powerful, one of the most important people in our time, Elon Musk, um, I can't imagine how nervous I would be to interview a guy like Elon Musk. And yet this guy was all ready to go, all filled with piss and vinegar, and he was like, "Oh, look at all the hate the tweets and the Twitter that's going on since you've taken it over." And, and, he, and, he, it's just, and he just stops him, Elon stops him, he says, he goes, "What? Well, give, me an, give me an example of that." And he goes, "Well, I, there's an example. I don't have one right now. It's unimportant. No, no, I want to hear an example. You just said, you know, that ever since I took over uh, uh, Twitter, uh, that these, these, these nasty, hate, hate, hateful uh, groups and or pre- people and tweets have been escalated since I took over. Give me some examples. He couldn't. He couldn't because he sh- th- this is the typical guy that literally lives in the world of Twitter and doesn't re- go anywhere beyond that to pick up a finger to do anything about it or to do any type of research other than to listen to others. And that's how he makes his assessments. That's what you call living in a bubble. To some degree, we all live in a bubble, whether we like it or not. But I like to see everything in front of me and make my own assessments. And God, if, you, if God was my witness, if I ever had an opportunity to speak with Elon Musk, I would be prepared. That was embarrassing. And yet another reason why Elon Musk is one of the, the most important figures of our time. He's going to be with us for a long time. Thank, thankful. Hi, you're on the air. Yep.
2: Yeah, Glenn. Just to call back. Um, yeah, uh, if you could, you or Jeff, yeah, um, try to get somebody that's been up to the uh, golf club mm-hmm. and been in the clubhouse. Yeah, and give us the real uh, news on what kind of condition the clubhouse is inside and the golf course, which they're working on crazy right now, trying to rebuild tees, greens, and all that. Right and To give us a real true assessment Mm -hmm. of how much more money the city's going to have to put in this golf course to make it viable and for to use. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nobody has said a word since it's been sold how much the wiring's going to cost, what kind of condition the upstairs is, like a restaurant, the locker room, all that kind of stuff. I'd like to hear that and I don't know maybe you could get the general manager to come
0: wait a minute wasn't you don't you know the general manager wasn't was, wasn't it you that said you knew him or something like that or I can't yeah, remember yeah I wouldn't but I wouldn't uh push him on that it's his job now okay well tell him to
2: give me a shout No, I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> but um maybe um uh I don't know maybe Jeff or or want to, you know, go
0: up I and, don't want to incriminate you know, the guy, but I, I'll, I'll come. I'll give him a shot. I don't. You know, I'm not afraid to call no, him. No,
2: no, I'm not going to incriminate. i yeah. just. Uh, I just figure it's his job now and, yeah. and stuff. But I, I think it's the, that would be the job of yeah. uh, of uh, Jeff or the other councilwoman and go up, look it all over, right. and really tell us the truth mm-hmm. so that everybody knows how much more. Money right. we've got to put into this course. Just to
0: get it back Thanks. in operating. Yeah, yeah. So you know how often someone sells a house and the buyer, you know, you got to look out who you sell a house to, of course, or any property because they could be all night. You know, the realtors deal with it. So you're, you get a go between. But someone says, look, I'll buy your house at the asking price, but I, my, you know, the inspector says your roof needs to be replaced. I will not put a purchase offer down until you, until you fix that. You know, I want this fixed, I want this fixed, and I want that fixed. Now, at that point, you can say, no, I'm not going to do it. Let's get another buyer. That never happened in this whole process. About the wiring, about the 18th green, about the boxes, about this. And somehow or other, no assessment, no appraisal, nothing. Appraisal, excuse me. I get it mixed up. So I wouldn't mind talking to the guy, but I don't know if he can disclose anything right now. Now he's part of the problem. I'm not saying he is the problem, but, you know, he doesn't want to, you know, here's the guy that's trying to save the golf course and they hired him and I hear nothing but good things about him. So he's just, he has to be as optimistic as possible. If I start asking questions or me or Jeff Cole or anyone says, uh, Hey, is there, what's that smell? Oh yeah. That's the sewer problem that no one knows about. Jeez, we got a sewer problem here now too. Who's going to go up there? And by the way, there isn't a sewer problem that I know of, at least, at the Watertown Park. So he can't say anything because it would just just be a bad reflection. Other than you're just going to be that guy at the end of a game that says, yeah, we're just going to be more focused. We're going to be more disciplined. We're going to make sure that we look at all the pitches next time, go deep into the count, and make sure that we don't give up easy runs. That's how you have to start talking, where in reality, you just want to say, our team sucks, the manager doesn't care, and I wish I was in another organization. Go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air.
1: Hey, Glenn. Hey, uh, just back up, going back to Danny's little call. Yeah. Uh, George Soros did fund Alvin Bragg. Yes.
0: Yeah, so he, he went yes.
1: through a backdoor uh, foundation that, that he gave them a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Guess who got a million dollars?
0: Alan Bragg. His campaign, yeah.
1: Yeah, and when Alan Bragg was campaigning, he said, "I will get Donald Trump." Right. That's what he ran on.
0: Exactly. Right. And, and here we and go. And so, so did Letitia James. When she, she's the state uh, yeah. attorney general, she said the same thing. Yeah. Think. See exactly. where their priorities are. And, and now we got this new mayor saying that. Oh, it's not our fault. It's your fault. And then we have. Uh, you know, we have uh, uh, Bragg out there. What's his name? Uh, not Bragg. It's, uh, Adam Schiff, you know, blaming it on yep. Donald Trump. And then we have uh, uh, Adam— uh, oh, geez, I forget everyone's name for some reason. Lately. Jerry Nadler reminding uh, the victim uh, of crime who lost her son at, you know, f- uh, four or five years ago. Oh, but two of the people that killed your son are incarcerated for life. And by the way, you know they're not going to do life. They'll probably be—both those guys Uh-oh. will be out in the next four to five years. And yet he still had to say it because that's what the people like Jerry Nadler do. They're the same people that live high and mighty. in in some crappy city where they don't live on the south side, like in in the case of of, uh, Chicago. They don't live in the Bronx or East New York. They don't live up in Harlem. They live in a nice upper west side, upper east side location in Jerry Nadler's district, and they're the ones that are voting in the Eric Adams of the world. They're the ones that are voting in Mayor Johnson of the world. And they'll do it forever and ever and ever. And then when you add their votes with all the other people that are most adversely affected by this, those people living in the hoods of these neighborhoods, then you get what you sell. You get the same people all the time. And yes, George Saros started this 30 years ago and now the country has teetered. We have capsized we're and, and we're paying for it. You're absolutely right. Good point. Thank you, my friend. The other thing is, yeah, yeah, is the uh,
1: mayor of Chicago, the new
0: one? Yeah. Johnson.
1: He's they they're blaming rich white women for him getting elected.
0: I just said that, yeah, and that's what. Yes, it, and this is the other truth thing though. is, do yeah, you
1: understand that there was eight hundred to a thousand cops that were going to resign.
0: Right, if he became if he got elected. Yeah, well, yeah, who the hell would want to be a, a, a cop in Chicago or New York as it, regardless, well, who was the mayor. I mean, it's a dangerous it, it, job. It,
1: you're, you're guaranteed to be killed.
0: Right. You're guaranteed to be hated. You're not going to... You more than oh, likely yeah. won't take your gun out of your sheath. You'll be running in the opposite direction. You're going to be hated no matter where you are. I see videos... Of, I saw a video recently. It was an older video of a woman dressed in what looked to be like some type of sweater sock or something. Middle-aged... Probably 55 to 60-year-old woman. And she's berating soldiers eating their lunch and saying, you guys... Uh, you guys, we spent too much money on you guys. And she sat there with them, and they threw her out. It's like, oh my God, what what's happened?
1: I I know this. You know the guy. The, the greatest thing is yeah. those soldiers protected her right to have. I that know,
0: priesthood. I know. And they were and they were gentlemen. They didn't have to be. And and, and they recorded the whole thing. Thank God. And yet, it doesn't really matter. This woman probably has just as many friends as... Look, if, if I if I knew someone that got caught doing that, I wouldn't want to talk to them again. But this woman has as many friends as she did, if not more, after that incident. And that's a problem. Because I would disassociate myself with someone who, who was so brazenly did something like that by by accusing our soldiers of being murderers and, and we shouldn't spend any money on them. That's just absolutely insane. Well, it's starting to sound like Vietnam all over it, it's, again. It is. But it's not even about Vietnam. It's not even about... You know, you know, J- Hanoi Jane anymore? It's just anyone with who represents what, in their opinion, uh, you know, I, what do they keep on calling it? Uh, masculine, uh, what do they call it? Uh, toxic masculinity. You carry a gun, that you you know, that means you're an American. You 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 praise the flag, and you know, that's the way they look at them as the losers of the world that go to NASCAR races. I'm not saying that, by the way, but that's how she says it, and that's how All those I people understand. vote. For, for for new mayors in, in metropolitan areas uh, like Chicago, just awful. But I got to go, yeah, my friend. The light but is too uh, too fratty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fratty. By the <laughs> way, she hasn't lost her job yet. She's still working there. Okay, the, hasn't? Yeah, it? VP of marketing. Yep, still there. Yeah, long uh, wow. horse face. Yeah, yeah. So so cute. So intelligent. Oh, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, we'll I, talk to you later, bro. Yeah, I'll talk to you. That's the ordinance guy. i got to do a break. We'll be back after this. Roof looking older than you are? Finding more tiles in your lawn thing. Xkia.com. If you're injured,
4: when you make that first call of Stanley Law, be prepared to do a lot of talking. We want to know everything that happened to you. If you're injured and make that first call of Stanley Law, leave yourself some time. 215 Burnett Avenue in Syracuse, Watertown, Rochester, Binghamton, Oneonta, and Montrose, P. Prior results do not guarantee future performance. 800 All right.
0: Remember, uh, our friends at L.A. Quarry sponsor this show and the Hotline Show. L.A. Quarry, of course, in LaFargeville, otherwise known as L.A., owned locally by the Thompson family. They're the, pla- they're the place where you get stone, sand, and topsoil delivered to your location. Uh, give them a call, 315. Have this locked in your phone when you need it. That's for so- stone, sand, and topsoil delivered to your property, even on Christmas Day. It's incredible. 315-658-2004. They're religious people, but they you know they put work for, for first. Yeah, they, they believe in God. They believe in Jesus. They believe in everything America represents, but they will deliver on a holiday. 315-658-2004 or see them on Facebook at any time. And who could forget our friends at Widger Auto Sales, where inflation is everywhere except at Widger Auto Sales. That's because they are the inflation fighters. Widger Auto Sales knows what inflation is doing to your bottom line. Right now, they got over 19 banking institutions that will work hard for you. They will fight for you to get the price insurance that will work for you and your family. Uh, you won't see inflation at Widget Auto Sales. That's because the used car leader is, are the inflation fighters on out of Washington Street or online at WidjikAutoSales.com. I try to finish it before that little twidge, but I missed it. today. stepped on it. I shouldn't do that. I hate when I do that. Uh, 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240 is the number. Give me a shout. Uh, with the remaining four and a half minutes left in today's show. Boy, that went by fast. So yeah, yesterday was by far one of the one of the most beautiful days I've ever seen this time of year, and um, the the beauty of, behind it mostly is not just because we haven't had any sun in the last six months, uh, but uh, it's just there was no wind. I uh, we, we went on the water and the water just looked like glass. Uh, the, by the way, the lake and the river. Someone I saw someone's picture. I don't know if it was Robert Dalton's picture. Someone someone shared a picture. Uh, uh, of the shoreline off uh, Saint Lawrence River, and I swear to you when I say this, I looked at it quickly, and the water was so clear, and the rocks and the algae and that that type of like uh, aquamarine, it, you know, you know, m- remember that you know, you go by the East River, and, and it, you know, you could barely, you know, you just can't imagine how fish actually live down in New York City. You can't see nothing. Pardon me, grammar, and yet now because of the uh, the zebra mussels. Uh, And all these invasive species that have come up here in the last 30 years have actually made our area more bountiful. The bass are bigger. And speaking of which, if you live up in Clayton, oh, my goodness gracious, they did assessments up in Clayton. They haven't done them in like 10 years or so. Or for most people, I know assessments are done here and there. But now, just in the last 10 years, you've you've got a big hotel there you got baby boomers flocking there more often spending big bucks to live on the shorelines of Clayton or in the village itself and then you get all these uh, bass tournaments in the last 10 years and you got people with airbnbs so all of a sudden if you i know someone who built a house a small little ranch for like $73,000 it was a prefab and she did a really nice she she spent 73 on that and she did a lot of uh, other stuff around the property just short shy of 100 grand Her husband had passed away. She was a professional. She was a nurse. She retired. She loves Clayton. She's originally from Watertown. She buys this place. She tears down this crappy old bungalow that squatters were living in. She puts a beautiful place in there, and she's been there for, what, six, seven years now, whatever, and then they get their assessment, and it was three times more than what they bought it for. I don't know if it was three to maybe two and a half times. So do the math. So if she was spending... Let's just say realistically, $7,000 in taxes every year based on her property value or what she spent on it. And now that goes up probably in the area of twenty to 25,000 just in one year. And she's not the only one. So if you're living in, you know, and now all of a sudden you got all these people that lived up and grow. Oh, I love Clayton. I've grown up and you should stay there. These are the same problems that. Uh, elderly people had living in the city back in the 40s and 50s under rent control, and then that disappeared, and they were essentially, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to live off Social Security at 75 years old in the Upper West Side uh, for an apartment for like $3,500 a month or more? That's not going to happen. So that's what's happening here, and Clayton is the first big victim. You say what you want about Augensburg. That's a hellhole up there for so many reasons. I'm sorry to say it. But they increase their assessments, too, because they don't have anyone living there. So they have to tax the people more that actually stuck around. In the case of Clayton, they don't have that problem. They have a lot of outside money coming in there. So you watch. In the next five to ten years, Clayton will be a bastion of of downstaters and Jersey people. It already is. But now they're going to be the only ones that are going to be able to afford it. It's a shame. People call it progress. That means better streets. That means you're going to have better services but people that lived and grew up in, in such a beautiful hamlet like Clayton are, are going to see are going to be pinched out you watch especially elderly people or older people I should say on fixed incomes so we'll talk more about that and other things that again that's all part of my prep I know enough people to to to, sh- to share information homeowners in Clayton you know someone living on the north side and you know and noisy neighbors and some some distractions that might be you know drug dealing and so forth things that I hear but I can't confirm that's prep and not to mention a big dose of Fox News, including our favorite person, that's Tucker Carlson. Who knows? Oh, by the way, he has Elon Musk on tonight with an interview. I can't wait to see that interview and other exciting things to talk about tomorrow on the AM 1240 w 10 Watertown. It makes us legal. Up next, of course, is CBS News. We'll see you then. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.
4: I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Still no arrests in Alabama where at least four people were died at a Sweet 16 party this weekend. CBS's Omar Villafranca is there.
1: Among the dead, Phil Dowdell. A star athlete, Dowdell was just weeks from graduation and recently committed to play football at Jacksonville State next year. I was standing right beside him. Daquan Doss says he was with Dowdell at the party, but the two ran in opposite directions when gunshots rang out. I wish I could have pulled him out. Also killed 23-year-old Corbin Holston, 19-year-old Marcea Collins, and 17-year-old Shonkivia Nicole Smith.
4: 28 others were injured. In Kansas City, a 16-year-old is fighting for his life after getting shot for ringing the wrong doorbell. His family says he was trying to pick up his siblings a block away when the homeowner shot him. A GoFundMe for the teen has raised more than $1.8 million. Eight police officers will judge charges over the shooting death of a black driver in Ohio. Here, CBS's Steve Futterman.
2: 25-year-old Jalen Walker was killed after refusing to pull his car over. He led police on a chase during which authorities say he fired at least one shot. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost. The law allows officers to use deadly force to defend themselves. A handgun was found inside his car.
4: More thunderstorms in South Florida caused a ground stop at the airport in Fort Lauderdale today for a few hours. The area is still struggling to dry out from record rains and historic flooding last week. The Justice Department says two men have been arrested for operating a secret police station in New York City. U.S. Attorney Brian Peace says they were members of China's Ministry of Public Security and were harassing local political opponents.
0: The NPS has repeatedly and flagrantly violated our nation's sovereignty including by
1: opening and operating a police station in the middle of New York City.
4: A controversial Republican congressman says he's running for his seat again. Congressman George Santos told a New York Post photographer this on a D.C. street. It's a beautiful day here in Washington, D.C.
1: It's a great day to be an American. It's a great day to be here a Republican. And it's a great day to announce
4: re-election. He also announced on Twitter, writing, As a first-generation American, I am no stranger to the issues affecting my district. That's CBS's Matt Piper reporting. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell and Pennsylvania Democrat John Fetterman are back at work today at the U.S. Capitol, McConnell was out.